Yo, what up, gang? Um, I'm Brad with Ben. He's back. Thank God. Uh, it's Thursday, August 4th. We're back with another episode of the Sideliners podcast. Um, ben, how we doing? Great. You forgot the 1.51 p.m. Sorry. Um, it is 1.51 p.m. Central <laughs> Standard Time. That was 19.10 by Childish Gambino on the album 3.15 point two zero um yeah shout out shout out hambino shout out hambino um but you know what it's great to be back i was you know i was caught up in some extracurricular money-making activities he said i was doing my thing i was doing my thing um and but you know what i'm doing great i need to get a better sleeve schedule right now because with football and then passing out right after practice. I was a little bit late in this recording session. Yeah, we were what... supposed to start at 1, but, you know, now it's one fifty-two, and I, and I cannot be happier, really. I'm having a good day. Yeah, and, you know, it's you know it's a good day. We're not going to let it bother us. Um, but, you no. know what? I'm doing fantastic. It's, it's great. Yeah. Right. Good, good. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I, I had my IB English oral this morning. Mm. Love, love the oral. I, I, I love oral stuff, you know, because it's like – you know, you don't have to, like, write an essay or, like, you know, do a presentation or whatever. You can just, like, talk. It's like a nice little conversation. So, <laughs> somebody's going to, like, cut that little clip out of context. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back to the sports world, um, <laughs> kind of. There, there's been a lot of it's, – it's been a very legal week in sports. It has. It has. Lots of legislation, lots of – politics, judicial activity. Um, we'll start with Miss Griner. Um, so this has been a thing for a while now. We've talked about it quite a few times, a handful, some might say. Um, she was caught with hashish oil in Russia a few months back, I guess like six months ago, seven months. And then Biden, I guess last week or maybe the week before, um, you know, put through a trade before the deadline, you know. Um, for oh, my God. Her, her and some other guy for this Russian murderer, dude. Yeah, that was wild. But it was just, it was funny because literally I got the notification and I was like, why did they word it like that? I know, it's like, <laughs> Shams, is that you? Why? <laughs> um, and then I go on Twitter and, and everything is like, why Why did they announce Brittany Griner just got traded back to the U.S.? I, and I couldn't stop laughing despite the fact the situation was not funny. Um, but, it's, like a li- it's a little funny. A little. It, it was a little funny, the, the trade thing, but, um, you know, the, <laughs> I'm just glad that, you know, she's back in the great U.S. of A. Um, okay, well, you know. here's what I'm, I'm confused about. So, so the, the new headlines today are that she faces nine years in Russian prison. But is she not back in America? I'm a little confused. Right. I, Yeah, I don't know why I just said that, because I haven't heard anything about it since, you know, the little little exchange of prisoners thing. I, I would have thought that she would have come home already, but I don't know, might need to do a little double take on that. So here's, here's what I'm saying, right? It says, you know, Griner sentenced to nine years in jail. Biden calls for her release an hour ago. So, like, did she ever make it back? Like, 
that is a very odd thing because, I mean, we all saw the headlines, so now I'm confused because that does not sound like what what was going to happen. I, I don't think she's back. This is highly unfortunate. This is so, really unfortunate. It is. I'm trying to do my research now. I, I'm a little, I don't know, a little confused. Maybe the trade went through. You know, the trade's still processing. The trade's still processing. <laughs> Hasn't quite gone through yet. Uh, but they were agreed on both sides. I don't know. But from what I can tell, she's still there. And it's things aren't looking great, but her team is definitely going to appeal. So prayers up for, for Brittany Griner, joking aside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's one piece of legislation. Moving back to domestic land, um, Deshaun Watson. And I talked about this with Sam Silverstein. Although he didn't want to get too controversial. Um, Deshaun Watson faces a six-game suspension. By not the NFL, but by a judge who's, I guess, working for the NFL. I don't know exactly how it goes. But um, six games, you know, I feel like the consensus around is that six games is, is a, kind of a light sentence. It is. Uh, especially really considering that the NFL will suspend you six games for smoking weed. Um, mm-hmm. or, but, or betting $1,500 on your own team. I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so... The NFL has challenged this ruling, which we kind of knew would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are pushing for an indefinite suspension of at least a year, um, along with some kind of fine. I think if they, like the two scenarios, I think, are like an indefinite suspension for as long as the NFL wants with no fine or one year suspension with a big fine. Um, so I think one of those two things will happen. And yeah, Deshaun Watson will not be playing football this season, but maybe he will the season after. I wouldn't be surprised. And I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he was still a top 10 quarterback either. It's, so. it's, it's definitely weird. I was talking with my mom about this the other day, and she said something that actually really struck me uh, very deep, is that the NFL almost exists outside of, like, the law. Like, they do not follow the same um rules that the rest of America follows. I mean, we take a look at past punishments and stuff, you know, with people like Ray Rice, Adrian Peterson, um, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, you know, um, who maybe some got the sentences that they shouldn't have, some got sentences that they should have gotten. But then you look at people also like, you no, know, we just mentioned Calvin Ridley with the gambling and Josh Gordon, who literally was never the same after being suspended. Um, I mean, it's just the NFL does not, you know, give fair punishments. And um, maybe, I mean, I, I would hate to say this. I would hate for this to be the case, but maybe the NFL is try- is appealing this to protect the brand because, I mean, imagine how much money Deshaun Watson would make them if he's playing. Just imagine right. that, right? Uh, you're, you're right. Um, and the fact that, you know, that he's, that he, you know, regardless if he was, if he's guilty or innocent, he is guilty in the court of public opinion, which is kind of the only thing that matters at this point. Um, you know, he'll get the suspension and the Browns will, I guess, do their thing this season without him. Um, but, you know, they're just trying to, the NFL is trying to make sure that, you know, hey, we're taking this situation very seriously even though despite the fact that this is one of, you know, at, at his peak as a top 20 player in the NFL. Um, that's kind of the way I see it. But, you know, it, it's I agree very, with all that. I think, I think that's a good yeah. take. And I, and I think, like, 
I, I want to give the NFL the benefit of the doubt and just say their morals. It's a moral thing that they, they think he should be suspended more, mm-hmm. not just to save face. But you're, you're totally right about all of it. So we'll see, you know. And maybe, I mean, I guess so he came to like a – I forget the term for it. But like basically he, uh, he paid off all the allegations and they just decided yeah. to deal with it privately so we never know if they're true or not. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Whenever I hear about settlements in just like regular courts, I'm just like, you know, that's a, that's a lot of money, man. That is a lot of money. Um, yeah, a, little, a little suspicious. It is suspicious. But you know what? The NFL, they're probably going to get what they want. Goodell's playing Judge Jerry and Executioner, I think. So, you know, we're probably not going to see Watson this season. So, you know. That's, Which is, that's like, just... probably the right it is. I, I would say it's the right thing, you know. I'd say it's the right thing, but you know, it is. It is what it is. It's how things go sometimes. Um, I think it. I think people are ready to just move on and you know see what type of punishment the guy does get ultimately. Yeah, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, the Dolphins lost a first round pick for tampering and like alleged tanking. So that's kind of <laughs> stupid. Um, it's stupid of all the Dolphins to do that. And the whole Brian Flores thing, it's a whole mess. But basically, there was some alleged tanking, although some people say it's not true. Some say it is true. You know, whatever he said, she said. And then the whole going after Brady and Sean Payton when they retired, that was a little bit excessive, apparently. So there's tampering. So they lose a first-round pick next year and a fourth-round pick the year after, which is – a little bit insane, honestly. Like that's a that's a big deal, really big deal. I know. Um, I think Goodell. The, the quote that Goodell uh, said was that you know it was an unprecedented, yeah, um, you know, type of tampering. Um, I mean, the fact that it was just unsuccessful, unsuccessful, I think is is pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, I mean that definitely does crush the Dolphins. You know. I guess short-term future to be contenders, um, but you know the team is the team is you know it's if it, it's going to be in there in maybe a year or two um, contending possibly, but I think right now you know they're still trying to get the QB thing situ- situation figured out. I mean personally, what I thought about it was that you know they're trying to get Brady, they're trying to get Peyton. Maybe they didn't want to uh, at all in the first place. Um, I forget. I forget the name. I think it's Michael Daniel. You know, maybe he wasn't their coach of choice. Um, you know, when they first hired him, so you know, maybe that might create a little bit of friction in the organization. But I doubt it'd be you know this big thing. So yeah, I'm sure it'll all blow over in the next few years. But big, yeah. big loss for them. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of politics, I have quite the story that is unfolding today for me, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna leave out some details because it's like. It's wild. So I, I'm in Israel. Like last week, I'm in Israel, like a couple weeks ago, I guess. And we're at this market in Jerusalem. It's very. It's like one of the most popular markets in all of Israel. And I'm walking around with a friend, and we see this like flash mob of people and like Israel flags and cameras and news reporters. It's a whole thing. We're like, oh my god, what's going on? So we kind of get in the middle of it, and it's this like politician. Everybody's chanting like. You know, like, I'm Israel high, like, like live on the country, whatever. Like, it's the, like, go Israel chant, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we get, like, right into the middle of it. 
And this politician is like there and we can see him and everything. And we get right up to him. And I like give him a high five. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. It's like, let's go. And then I, we're leaving. Like we leave. And I, I am talking to some of the Israeli kids on my trip. And they're like, oh, that guy, you high five that guy. Like, he's a horrible person. I'm like, oh, <laughs> awesome. Like, God, that's not good. So uh, that's all fine. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. It's, you know, maybe they think he's a bad guy. I don't know how bad of a guy he is. Our, our like head guy from the trip sends an article today in our, in our group chat. And this guy is a bad dude. He is like a really bad dude. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh my God. And I have like a video of myself, like high-fiving him and everything. And I'm like, wow, I'm never high-fiving a politician ever again. So. Yeah, man. Never, never meet your heroes or just politicians. No, he was not even, I, I just didn't know. You know, everybody was like <laughs> smiling and clapping and like, I'm like, okay, let's get in this. It's fun. Go Israel. And then like, never again. Uh. So bad. The, the unfortunate reality that we yeah. that we deal with. That's I'm sorry, man. That is that that is hilarious, but it's also just kind of depressing. I feel like I Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing that, man. That is that You're is so welcome. That is, that is funny. That yeah, is, yeah. It's just yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Man. Um unfortunate mistake, you know. It is. Um <laughs> let's talk MLB trade deadline. Uh it was insane. Um one of the Was. craziest ones ever. The big headline, obviously, Juan Soto to the Padres. I did just drop my phone, but it's quite all right. <laughs> um, Juan Soto to the Padres. Big deal. That's crazy. The Padres are a little bit loaded. We'll get more on them in a second. Some other notable things. Joey Gallo, um, on the losing side of that Rangers-Yankees trade, the Rangers kind of killed that one. Um, maybe the best move in franchise history. It's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just kidding, kind of. Uh, and Gallo sucked them, so they sent him to L.A. to play for the Dodgers. Um, and other news, Noah Syndergaard, Thor to the Phillies. Honestly, not the, like, he was more relevant like five, six years ago, but right. still, still a solid pitcher. Um, and then Harrison Bader to the Yankees. One of the Cardinals' better players, Um one of our friends who's a Cardinals fan, very upset. Um, so, you know, he'll, he'll be good for the Yanks. The Yanks, they'll be fine. Um, and then the Padres also land Brandon Jury from the Reds, who, I mean, I the, the Padres got, like, a bunch of big guys who all get on bases today, and Drury hits a grand slam. So they're already, they're already off. Slam Diego. They're going to be loaded. The NLS is loaded. Um, but it's been a rough patch for the Giants. Um, it's looking like the Dodgers and the Padres over there at the moment, but nobody can stop the Yankees. Nobody can stop the Astros. Um, you know who everybody can stop, though? The Rangers. Yeah, we'll bet later, though. It's so yeah. depressing. Oh, my God. You know what's not depressing, though? My experience with Anchor, and probably yours, too. Of course. Of course, of course. Anchor allows us to record these episodes twice a week on their lovely platform. And with all that being said, we love Anchor. We love Anchor. Um, yeah, so the Hall of Fame game is tonight. That's mm. exciting. Mm. Maybe the – oh, God. Last year we got – last year the Hall of Fame game was so exciting. I remember I was working at Pluckers. Everybody came in. All the Cowboys fans were so pumped to go see Ben DiNucci get out there, get after it. Um, <laughs> did y'all win that game? You definitely – you lost, right? Dude, I don't – I didn't – I like – like if I don't care about the preseason, I really don't care about the Hall Let's of Fame. Let's take a look, game. shall like, 
2021. But I mean, I don't know. Dallas is in there like like every other year, so I I kind of just watched it. Oh yeah, the Cowboys lost 16 to three. God, fuck, dude. Yeah. The Danucci the era in Dallas was a scary time. Nah. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Nah. That was awesome. I remember everybody was so mad. It was just phenomenal. I had a great time. It was like, football's back. Let's go. Um, lots of TVs everywhere. The big Jumbotron had the game on. This year, mm-hmm. it feels like, eh, we got the Raiders and the Jaguars. Like, I'm, Trevor Lawrence isn't even playing, is he? I don't believe. I don't think ETN is either. So, it's like, meh. Nah. Good to see Devontae nah. Adams for a second, I suppose. I guess we'll get to see Trayvon Walker and his very quiet self. Yeah, have you ever heard the man? I don't even know what he looks like. Dude, I I forgot about him. I I know. The fact that he is the number one overall pick and you haven't heard like a single thing, good or bad, is like... Kind of good for him, though, honestly. I kind of respect that. Yeah, maybe he's just keeping his head down, you know, and quietly he'll be like the defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, like Aaron Donald. Yeah. Or Kawhi. That'd That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, um, I, I can get down with that. Um, so hopefully something entertaining happens, something memorable. The Giants play one of the first games. We play the Patriots, I want to say, next Thursday or Friday, before the rest mm-hmm. of the games, though. Um, so that'll be thrilling. I've heard Daniel Jones has, like, sucked really, really bad. Did I already say that? Yeah. Um, I, okay, I well. Think... <laughs> I, I want to get some quick uh, little headlines from training camp, so – do It seems like Deontay Johnson just signed a oh, little yeah. three-year extension. Sky Moore has put uh, has been in the backfield uh, for the Chiefs as Andy Reid is kind of working on some new formations. Um, Aaron Rodgers likes to take drugs. Um, oh yeah, that's that that's pretty wild. You know, kids don't do drugs unless you're you know Aaron Rodgers, your first battle Hall of Famer, and apparently it'll it'll do wonders for you. Um, he's like totally that type. I, I feel like I know exactly what he's like on a personal level, just because I just it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Like that does that surprise you at all? I, I've talked to people like Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah, you know, he's like the country club golf dad that's really good at his job. So good that like he quit, and then they like really want him back, and he's like, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> and then and then you know, just like does drugs on the weekends. Yeah. Um, on the golf course with like a shiner or something, um, and 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 you know for those that are like drugs, um, you know he's he's not he's not out here like you know doing coke or anything. He's he's doing ayahuasca. It's a it's a psychedelic drug. Still don't do it, by the way. It doesn't sound that good. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. But. Um, it contains DMT, which you know I think people in the '60s were doing that shit. So I mean, I again, know. that makes complete sense, like total sense. I mean, the, this man. This man came in looking like freaking Con Air. Uh, Nick, if you if you know that movie and you've seen Nick Cage in that movie, it's pretty hilarious. Um, and he casually goes and hosts Jeopardy for like a month. I know. He's a genius, also. Aaron Rodgers has lived like three different lives at this point. Exactly, yeah. it's kind of unreal. Is he um, married? Does he have a wife? I don't think he has. He doesn't have kids. I know that. Um, but you know. Um, yeah, man, just, you know, if you're, if you're all first battle Hall of Famer, I guess you can do drugs and, you know, he'll win back-to-back MVPs, so I guess we've learned that as much. Um, but yeah, those are just some little, little... Oh, he has uh, a girlfriend. Uh, some little training camp headlines. I think there's something out of the Jets camp that Joe Flacco's being a little bit better than Zach Wilson. Uh, oh, interesting. 
I, I, I don't care enough because Wilson is still going to be the starter. So that's kind of whatever about that. So who's uh, going to start in Cleveland? You know, so it's probably going to be Brissett. Um, Brissett, right. Ah, that sucks. For them. Why did they trade Baker? I guess just because he wanted out so bad. Yeah. Um, Not that Baker's that much better than Brissett, but. Yeah, you know, the fact that we can actually say that and people won't disagree is kind of like, you know, maybe the Browns, you know, I actually, I don't know. That's still a property franchise. I really don't I'm, care. I'm kind um, of a, of a Jacoby Brissett fan. I think he could be serviceable. Yeah, he's definitely a serviceable guy. I mean, you know, I'm, the fact that Brissett has actually, like, been a starting quarterback multiple times in this exact same situation is just, I don't know, hats off to him. That's awesome um, for Brissett. Whatever happened to Tyler Huntley? I don't know. I think he, I think he resigned. With the, with Ravens. the Ravens? Yeah, I think he resigned. Um, That's a shame. He should start somewhere. Right. And, was, you know, I was talking about, so the Panthers quarterbacks battle now. You've got Darnold, you've got Baker, and you've got – Ex-Houston Roughneck, forever undefeated XFL team, P.J. Walker. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we'll see who wins there. P.J. Walker, really solid in the XFL, like the best player of all time probably, but never never really panned out in the NFL. So we'll have to see what happens there. God, right. I'm so excited for football season. So excited. I know. We only have, a, like, what, a month left? And yeah, well – College football starts August 28th. I've been counting down the days. And, and the thing about that week zero or whatever mm-hmm. is it's a bunch of, like, really bad games. I think there's, like, one or two Big Ten games that are bad. It's, like, Northwestern and Illinois or something. <laughs> but you best believe I will be watching all of them. Kickoff, <laughs> kickoff to end of that Northwestern-Illinois yeah. game. Like, I, that's the best part about week zero. Last year I watched, like, Central Arkansas and Stephen F. Austin, like, beginning to end. So um, it's the best. Wh- uh, I feel like you watched a game that involved Ball State also. I might have. I also remember watching – we were taking bets on UConn week zero last year. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> it, like UConn plus like 35, and they didn't cover that. They lost 45 to nothing. <laughs> Who do they play? Let's let's find this out. Dude, so much research today. I know, dude. I Dude, those UConn bets were freaking hilarious, dude. Those were awesome. Let's find out. Um, oh, it was Fresno State. They lost 45 nothing. August 28th. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. pretty bad. Can't wait. I mean, I saw on my Instagram feed the the Louisiana Tech play where they started like the six and then the ball fumbles. Oh, so bad. <laughs> the fumble and it's dropped like 18 times. That's so bad. Yes. Um, football, is, football is among us, y'all. And it's going to be awesome. Dude. Training camp. <laughs> It's kind of, uh, it's kind of sus. A little bit. It, it is a little sus. Um, oh, UConn. So UConn didn't win a game last year. I'm looking at their schedule now. They came close a couple times, but they were 0-10 or 0-12. Um, and this year they opened with Central Connecticut State. That God, seems super winnable. Central Central Connecticut State or Central Kentucky State? Connecticut Connecticut's dude, like what even are these colleges? Like it's they um they almost beat Vandy last year. They lost by two. The, this surprises no one. Um and I suppose. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Um, um yeah. Alright, should we talk about the sorry Rangers? This is so sad. Yeah, dude. Actually, every time, first, every time I get a notification, about... no, I, I'm just no. um no, I think it was last night. I saw Perez. Pitched through six innings, only had one run allowed, and we lost six to three. 
I know. I, wa- I actually watched a little bit of that game. It was it was good though. Oh god! Tell, so, tell, tell us about how we just suck. All right, all right. So, Baltimore Orioles, right? Not not the best team in the world. Actually, putting together a solid little season, especially since they called up Adley Rutschman. They have a winning record now. They're like three games over five hundred. And I, I think I said this when I got back from Israel. But when I went to Israel, we were basically five hundred, and now we are thirteen under. Um, you, you want to know our? We we've played the Orioles. Um, in six games this year, you want to know what our record is in those six games? It's got to be like one and five or zero oh and six. Oh and six. Oh and six Damn, against dude. the Baltimore Orioles. That is ridiculous. How are you going to get swept back to back by the Baltimore Orioles? I, I don't understand. Um, nothing's clicking at all. We suck. This is what it's like. This is uh, just oh my god. W- would you say this is your first full season of being a Rangers fan? Yeah, and, and, and I'm regretting every single minute. And, and here's – here this will put it all in perspective for you. Record-wise, this is our best season in, like, four years still. <laughs> and it feels the way it does. It's just like, you know. Yeah, man. Ugh, when are we ever going to – I don't know, any of my teams. I just want someone to be, like, decent. Not, not even good. Like, 500. That's all I ask for any of my teams. It just doesn't happen. Hey man, Danny Dimes. You know, maybe you get Jake Fromm to take, so to, to, take so to take the next step. Jake Jake Fromm is going to take the next step, man. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. Tyrod Taylor, Taylor could win us a game or two. Um, uh, oh yeah, I forget he plays for y'all now. Shoot, start him for the season. I know. I know. Do you, Do you remember my like Danny Dimes obsession phase? Yes, like freshman year. Mm-hmm. I, I need my private story. I, so this was bad for me. I when Dan when Daniel Jones was drafted. He didn't start his first two games. We started Eli. We went 0-2, and, and it was like, all right, Eli, it's time to hang him up. And it was the right call. And we start Daniel Jones week three against Tampa Bay. This was pre-Brady, so <laughs> they were, like, average, like, at best. Yeah. And um, he, Daniel Jones comes to the game. He leads a comeback, and we, like, score, he, he runs for it on, like, a fourth and five from, like, the 10 or 15, and he went, like, walk-off touchdown. And then the kicker misses a field goal with, like, two seconds left, and we win. Um, and I'm like, this guy, this is it. This is it right here. So I, so I like, named my private story on Snapchat, like, Daniel Jones 14-0 this year. He's going 14-0. And, and then each week when he lost, I would change it to, like, 13-1, 12-2, and 11-3. <laughs> and eventually, when it, when it got to, like, 8-8, eight and eight, I was like, okay, no more. <laughs> no more. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Daniel Jones had like a Michael Carter Williams esque career, just like the greatest. Hey, it's not. Game. It's not over yet. He's not. A, it, he he was the greatest thing for like five minutes. He was awful. Michael Carter. For those that don't know about Michael Carter Williams, man. Oh my God, this man almost dropped a triple double as a, in his first game in the NBA, won Rookie of the Year, and literally fell off the face of the earth. Daniel Jones may have not have had that type of you know, career, um, I would say probably even better because of the fact that he is still a starting quarterback. But, you know, he did have that great first game and just, you know, as as Brad has told you over the years, a- immense pain as the starting quarterback of the New York football giants. Oh, so. God. He's gone through three head coaches. Yeah, that sucks, dude. And, and just, his fourth you know, season. You, yeah, you need stability in there. I think yeah. Brian Dable is going to be a great coach, but, you know. I, you know, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. Um, do you remember about this time last year when, like, we, I, I liked Judge at first, too. He seemed like an old-school, like, good guy. Mm-hmm. And about this time last year, there was, like, a huge fight in the Giants training camp. 
Yes. Like thing. That was awful. Um, yeah, man, Judge, that is that's a blast um, from the past, and that shit happened a year ago. Oh God, I don't want to talk about it. On a more serious <laughs> note, though, to end this, um, talk about Vince Scully for a second. Um, mm-hmm. He passed a couple of days ago. Super sad stuff, but he was really old, so you know, lived a very nice, long, prosperous life. Served as the Dodgers' like lead announcer for sixty-seven years. Can you imagine doing the same thing for 67 years? Like, like anything, because I can't. I mean, I'm, I mean, people say that, you know, if it's a thing that you love, it's not really work. Um, you know, Vince Scully did so much. But still, I mean, baseball. Like, yeah. you know, I, I love doing this podcast, right? You think we're still going to be doing this in, in 2087? Because I don't. You know, it, it would be a miracle. It would really be a miracle. I would start taking bets, like, right now. Um, Over under 67 years for the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we started awesome. this when we were, what, 16? Yeah. 15, and Vin Scully didn't start. Let me do some quick math here. He was 94, did it for 67 years, retired five years ago. So, 22. Uh, he started when he was 22. We started when we were 16. So, we have a six-year advantage <laughs> on Vin Scully. Um, oh, gosh. But, I mean, he literally, like, he started doing some math. And what year was that? Um. When he was 22, uh, I don't want to do this. He moved with the Dodgers. He, he started working for the Dodgers when they were in Brooklyn still. Mm-hmm. And he moved with the team from Brooklyn to L.A. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I mean, I did, I did see some of the graphics where, you know, he's commentating on some of these Jackie Robinson teams. Um, you, know, it's, it, you know, it's awesome, you know. Um, like, I remember, um, obviously, we weren't around when, um, you know, John Madden commentated. Um, right. But, you know, just the fact that we know who he is, obviously, playing the games and, you know, just showing what he did for the game. You know, you these commentators, they're just, you know, they're a part of the game. And um, No, I mean, I remember when Vin Scully retired. It was, like, a big deal, like, six years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, so, you know, rest easy, Vin Scully. Um, you will be missed dearly. Um, yeah, yeah. That's kind of all I have to say about that. Yeah, um, I agree. But nice to keep them in your thoughts. You know, a nice little somber way to end the episode. We can quit ragging on the um, Rangers and and Danny Dimes. I actually wrote about it in my in my essay is one of the reasons I started the podcast was like to to vent about my horrible teams and to talk about the actually good ones. I think I <laughs> word for word that's what I said. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, you know, I mean, and you have vented a lot. I mean, what else? I mean, what else am I supposed to like? It's like this is healthy for me, you know. It, yeah, it, it's it's a release, you know. Yeah, it is, and it's um, you know, it's 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 cathartic. We had a catharsis episode that was nice. It was a little different, but mm-hmm. wasn't that like the day before the first day of school last year? Yeah, I think it was. We were just like, man, what are we gonna do? And now we're here. Uh, yeah, we started on a Tuesday. That was kind of weird. This week, this year we started on a Monday. That is yeah, I know. Oh my God, we started in eleven days, folks. That is not fun to think about. Yeah, yeah, man, it's ugh. it is rough. It's rough out here. But it's okay. But we'll be just fine. Besides all that, let's keep it on a little bit of a brighter note, Brad. Um, you got any shoutouts for us for today? Shout episode? out moms, obviously. Shout out moms. Shout out Bob Drop putting me on more songs <laughs> shout out shout out danny dimes for doing the doing his best shout out vince scully um yeah that's pretty good for me 
Yeah, I think that that about does it for us. Obviously, if you're still listening all the way to the end of the episode, thank y'all for listening on Spotify and on podcast. Make sure you give us a five-star rating and a like and download. And you got anything else, Brad? Not really. (laughs) See you guys on Monday. Bye-bye.